Or maybe you are a new business owner looking to implement new marketing strategies for your business. Or just looking for personal development tips to advance in your career. I am Vanessa Parra, your host, hospitality and travel marketer, and now your marketing bestie. I will be spilling the tea on everything I know on how to land that marketing job. I will share behind the scenes of being a Latina in marketing and shedding light on barriers and struggles people of color face, especially when you're the only one in a corporate setting. I will also touch on manifestation tips that have helped me attract my dream career slash life. But most importantly, I will be spotlighting other influential Latinos and people of color marketers from our community. So grab your cafecito or drink of choice and let's listen in. Welcome to Influence with Cultura podcast. Welcome to another episode of Influence with Cultura. I am your host, Vanessa Parra. Well, I hope you've been having a wonderful week. I know a few episodes back, I had mentioned that I was going to try my best to publish two podcasts per week, and my intention was to do that, but I'm going to have to be realistic right now in the season of my life. It's just not doable. As much as I want to, it's just not doable. I mentioned before, I have a full-time job that I literally, I work a lot of hours. Plus, I'm a mom, a wife, and that entails so many more duties. And I really want to be consistent with this podcast. And I'm the type of person that when I commit to something, I'm very disciplined. So I really hate not following through. So even though as much as I really wanted to publish two podcasts per week, my bandwidth is not going to allow me to. So unfortunately, I'm going to go back to just one and just do my best to provide you with as much value as possible. And again, if you're not, if you haven't yet subscribed to this podcast, please, please subscribe because that's the only way that I will be able to reach you and reach other people like you, leave a rating. I would really appreciate it. And then again, Follow me on social media on Instagram and TikTok at the Latina Travel Marketer and let me know which episodes are resonating with you. If there's anything specific you'd like for me to go into more detail or in-depth training or if there's something that I'm not covering yet that you would like for me to cover, please, please let me know. I have like a list of things that I want to go over and share with you because I know when I started my marketing career years ago. Um, there wasn't as many resources as now where you can go to YouTube, you can go to podcasts, you can pretty much find information anywhere. I didn't have that luxury. And now I know there's a lot of other people that you can be listening to, but I can only share what my experiences were as a Latina in marketing and being pretty much the minority in my industry and with the businesses I've worked for. And I bet if you're listening to this podcast is because most likely you're going through the same thing. So I'm hoping you can relate to a lot of the stories and situations that I've been sharing. Um, before I go into today's podcast episode, I just wanted to share with you briefly something exciting that I'm working on that hopefully will benefit you in the future. 
So like I mentioned before, there's a lot of things that I know that I can share with you and teach you. However, there's only so much I can do on a podcast. And also I do have a full-time job. So in order to provide you with more value, that entails me to host things on specific platforms, which cost money. And as much as I would love to do it for free, I really can't, especially in these times. So I'm working on something that I honestly think it's going to help you grow in your career, especially if you're brand new to your social media career journey. And don't worry, it's not going to be expensive. It's actually going to be very affordable, like super affordable. And it's going to get you started on landing that first social media marketing job, which I'm super excited about. But um, I'll go into more details later in the upcoming weeks once we get closer for it going live. But I honestly think you're going to benefit from it. So make sure to tune in and follow me on my journey. Okay, now for today's episode, I'm going to be going over my favorite tools for social media management. So as a social media manager, there's so many tools out there that you can use to make your job easier and more efficient. And some of the ones, some of the tools and offers that I'm going to share with you, some of them are inexpensive and some of them, I'm not going to lie, they're really expensive. However, I would like for you still to listen to the type of softwares and tools that I use because maybe you can find something similar or maybe you would like to use them or maybe even if you have an employer and a lot of these expensive ones, I was able to convince my employer to invest in them for me to use Uh, because at the end of the day, it was going to benefit the company, it was going to help reduce costs in other areas, and it was going to grow our business, especially online. So again, a lot of these tools might be cost-effective, some of them may not be, but just keep them in mind in case in the future, if you're able to convince your employer to invest in them, I would highly suggest that you do so. I don't know about you, but one of my biggest, I guess, flaws, or not flaws, but maybe like me being self-conscious is my writing and grammar. I do my best. um, And with marketing and social media, you have to, you know, be a good writer because you're representing your employer, your company. um, And especially like when you see a lot of people posting different things, there's a lot of trolls out there and I've seen it myself. Luckily it hasn't happened to me that if someone misspells something, you know, you're, you'll get those, um, what they call Grammy, not, uh, what is it? Uh, grammar, uh, grammar Nazis or whatever. And they will definitely point it out. Or if you must misspell something, they'll call you out on it. Hopefully you don't encounter mean people like that. But for me, it's just something that I've always been very self-conscious with. And again, even though my career involves a lot of writing, at the beginning of my the beginning of my social media career journey, that was something that I really, I guess, struggled with. So I came across this app slash software where you can, it's like a plugin. You can download it to your computer or you can download the app and It's called Grammarly, and I absolutely love it. 
And you don't have to be a first generation or second generation Latina or bilingual person to use Grammarly. I know a lot of people out there that don't speak another language and they struggle with grammar and Grammarly. I absolutely love. Like I've, it is a monthly um, membership, and there's different tiers. There's also free accounts, but there's only so much that you can do with the free account. So I actually pay for the membership. And for me personally, I love it because, like I mentioned, it's a plugin, and you can um, download it, or you can go straight to the dashboard and enter your copy. And it'll automatically give you like suggested ways to rewrite it. And then you can decide like, yes, I want to rewrite it the way they suggested it or no. And then after a while, you just know how to write better. And then I love the fact that you can download it on your phone. So when you're writing a text message or you're writing out a caption for your post, social media post, same thing, it will catch any like misspelled words or mispunctuations or if your content is too wordy which for me that was my issue I had to learn to be more like concise and you know straightforward instead of all this like fluff and too wordy um Grammarly is just an awesome platform I mean they do not sponsor me so this is not a sponsored ad but eventually I would love to be an affiliate because I strongly and firmly believe in it. I personally use it all the time. And so I highly suggest and recommend it to you if you're like me and you struggled with writing or you're very self-conscious about your grammar, definitely try Grammarly. It would help you a lot, not just with social media posts, but just like blog posts, um, anything related or email lists or, you know, anything related to writing, it would definitely help out. So Make sure to try that. And then the second thing, since we're still talking about writing, I would suggest is using ChatGPT. I'm not an expert when it comes to ChatGPT, but I did find a free option and I tried it out because um, I was curious. You know, I kept seeing everyone saying like, oh, ChatGPT is taking over and it's going to replace social media managers, which is a complete lie. <laughs> it actually will help you make your job way easier and more efficient and more better because I've been able to literally include keywords and then it will populate whatever messaging you want, but it needs to be very um, like to the point, like pretty much pretend, well, you don't pretend it's a robot, right? AI. And you have to be very specific on what you want. So for example, you would type in Instagram caption for, and then talk about the audience that you want to target. So for me, an example for Latinas and marketing, and then include um, maybe like five tips on how to improve their live stream or something like that. So you have to be very specific, like what the caption or the writing or the messaging is for, who you're targeting, what message you're trying to convey and then it'll auto populate a couple of different versions for you to choose from and then from there you can modify it or edit it to your messaging and the way you want to convey that message so 
you should definitely try it out. Uh, there's many out there. I'm not going to endorse a specific one because there's different ones. But maybe start off with a free one and just test it out. And then if you like it, then upgrade to a paid um, membership. Now, something that I would highly, highly suggest as a social media manager, regardless if you're working for a large corporation, a mom and pop, small business, you should definitely invest in a social media management tool or software to help you schedule posts, especially if your employer is expecting you to manage like 10 different social media accounts. You definitely need that. If not, you're going to be struggling. Um, if you're going to have to post things manually, things are not going to get done. So I highly suggest that you invest in a social media management tool system. One that I really like, but again, it is pretty pricey, is called Sprout Social. So again, if your employer is willing to pay for it, then I would suggest using Sprout Social. I like it because you can filter it out and in each post, like say, for example, one post, again, I'm gonna be using a lot of hospitality analogy because that's my experience saying I publish something related to food, right? And I put like hashtag uh, Monterey food or Monterey foodie. And then maybe on another day I post the beach, right? So hashtag Monterey beaches or something like that, right? And you want to see what content is performing the best. The beautiful thing about Sprout Social is that you can filter it in a way where you can see which hashtag is performing the best, which, and when I say hashtag, like related to your posts and content. And then even within that, you can create like a library and then you'll know which content to recreate or similar content to publish in the future. And the other thing I like about Sprout Social Again, is that there's a lot of um, analytical reports, and that's very important, not just for yourself to measure your success, but also to provide information and value to your employer, especially if they have no idea about social media and the benefits and the return on investment. They're going to be pressuring you, especially if they're paying you really well on how you're affecting the bottom line, how you're helping them bring in sales, plain and simple. So it's very important that every month, some I've worked for some employers where we would run reports on a weekly basis, but the average or the standard is mostly once a month. And you can run a report across all social media platforms or if you want to run them on individual platforms, you can, and you can see like which posts are performing the best, it ranks them, you can see the reach, the engagement, comments, shares, everything. So I personally really like Sprout Social. However, I have tried a more um, cost-effective platform called Metricool. I keep seeing all these social media gurus talking about Metricool, so I wanted to try it out. But full disclosure, I tried this like, like almost a year or two. And I tried it out to see like what the big deal was. I did like it, I'm not gonna lie, and it was really cost-effective. The only thing I did not like about it, and I think that's with any social media platform, and it might be different now, but at least with Instagram and TikTok, the fact that if you say you wanna use like 
a trending sound in your uh, short form video strategy, you would have to do that natively through the platform. You're not able to do that through uh, platforms like Metrical or Spot Social. So that's with any platform, not just Metrical. Um, and at that time, I was trying to grow that account using a lot of trending audio. So for me personally, it just did not work. But if you are creating original content, then maybe it is, you know, more beneficial for you because you can schedule out all these different videos. And the one thing I did like about Metrical is that when you created those social media reports, format it as a presentation, and then you can add your branding colors and your logo. So it looked really professional. It looked, that's something I'm not going to lie. I give it props. It's really good. Um, it just, you know, it up-leveled my social media authority to my um, leadership team, to our stakeholders at the time. So I guess there's pros and cons for any social media platform, but uh, depending on what your overall goal is, your budget, maybe try Metrical, you know? And I think I might try it for my personal social media to promote this podcast and I'll get back to you and see and share with you my findings and how that's going. But at work, I am currently using Sprout Social. And there are other ones out there like Hootsuite, um, but me personally, I just like Sprout Social. And so far, everywhere I've gone, especially in the hospitality industry, I feel like that's been the standard. Okay, now another platform or tool that I absolutely love, and you probably have already heard about it, is Canva. I freaking love Canva. I started using it years ago when I first started my social media slash marketing journey, I would not consider myself a graphic designer at all. And yes, my degree was graphic communication, but not graphic design. That's like a whole nother story. But pretty much I worked with, or I work with graphic designers, videographers, other people within marketing and I manage projects. I tell them what I want. I approve things. I make sure that the final output matches whatever our printer is going to need um, if it's like a print job and so stuff like that. But me personally, to design stuff, no way. <laughs> I won't even try. Um, and so when I started or when I worked with specific companies that were smaller that didn't have like a design team, I'm not going to lie, I really struggled and that kind of intimidated me to work in marketing because I was like, oh my God, I don't know how to design. Um, and at that time, they I felt like a lot of marketing coordinator positions were mostly focused on graphic design. But now living in this new world, <laughs> there's Canva and Canva has evolved over time as well. I love Canva because you can create flyers, presentations social media graphics, like um, carousels, posts. I even use it to create like audiograms or graphics for my reels or TikTok. So I absolutely love Canva. Like I cannot say anything bad about Canva. Like especially based on the price, it's just, it's totally worth it. So if you're like me, and you don't consider yourself a graphic designer, 
highly suggest that you invest in Canva. It's worth it. Okay. And then for video, a lot of the social media platforms like Instagram and TikTok, you can edit a lot of the videos inside the different um, social media platforms. So you don't really need to do anything outside the platforms. But if you'd like something different and that's easy to navigate because you're not like a professional videographer, I highly suggest InShot. It's very inexpensive. You can download it from your um, app store. And I love it because you can pretty much do a lot of things. Um, and for me personally, it's actually easier for me to edit videos in that than on TikTok or Instagram. Like there's been times where I've edited clips, added captions, just different things within InShot. And then I would upload my videos to Instagram or TikTok and then add additional stuff that the social media platform offers. So if you haven't had a chance, I highly suggest that you check out InShot. I believe they may have a free version, I'm not sure. The paid version is not expensive at all, so I would totally suggest that you try it. So there's so many more tools and platforms that I can recommend related to video, but just to keep this more, a shorter episode and more concise, I'm just gonna focus on like regular social media platforms like Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, not the long form content like blogs, YouTubes, or podcasts. Um, I can talk more about that on another episode. Now, if you need help on what type of content to create and maybe just getting more insight on what your ideal customer would like to know, I highly suggest that you check out the website, Answer the Public. I love that website. However, just a heads up, you can only type in a question once every like 48 hours. And then after that, if you try doing it again, it's going to prompt you to create a, an account and it's going to want to charge you. So before you type in your question, make sure you really think about the question that you want to ask. And then once you type it in and it generates it, it'll provide you with like, different formats on a bunch of questions that it gathers, that it pulls from Google, from all the different search engines, YouTube, and it'll populate all the questions related to that topic. So for example, say I go in there and I type in how to go viral on TikTok. It will provide me with a bunch of questions related to TikTok, to that question, and then I would download it for free and save it. And then there you go. You'll have content for weeks, honestly, because you can look and see the different questions and then use that to answer questions that your audience is looking for. And believe me, people will pay attention because those are questions, again, that was pulled from all these different search engines that people really want to know what the answers are. So you're that person, you're that authority leader that's going to help answer all those questions. So if you haven't had a chance, I definitely suggest that you check that website out. Another thing I always uh, recommend for those new in marketing and new to social media, and honestly, you don't have to be new. If you're in marketing in general, marketing is constantly changing. There's different trends all the time. So you always need to stay up to date. Number one thing that I would recommend is getting 
Google alert on specific topics. So again, if you want to learn more about TikTok, then create a Google alert, Google alert for TikTok. Or maybe you work for a specific industry, like the beauty industry, um, maybe like a specific beauty product that you know your company is going to be launching soon or that you know is really popular right now in your industry. Add that as a Google alert. And that way, every time something new, like an article or anything is published online related to that, you're one of the first people to see it. And that way, when you create content, and this would honestly benefit, especially on LinkedIn, because I'll be doing another podcast episode probably next week on personal branding and how to use LinkedIn to attract your ideal um, marketing career and just get more eyeballs on your profile and just for you to be more, you know, um, appealing and people want to hire you. One of the tips that I offer or that I suggest is being an authority leader, knowing what you're talking about. So if you're alerted through Google on different topics or things related to your industry and you're the first to like share that article or leave a comment or share your thoughts or ideas related to that, believe me, people are going to start noticing you and they're going to start following you and they're just going to be like, who's this person? Where did they come from? Why are they talking about this? I'm who, yeah, who are they? But I'm kind of interested. So I highly suggest that you um, get some Google alerts on different topics related to your career, um, industry, or even if you're like specialized in a, spe- in a specific area, do that as well. Now, if you plan to do live streaming for your employer there's different things you can do but one camera and it's mostly for facebook so i don't know if those of you listening still use facebook i know i personally don't like facebook however a lot of the businesses that i've worked for a lot of our audiences are older people you know and like they're 50s, 60s, and they still love Facebook. Like, I'm sure your parents love Facebook because I know my parents do. Um, so if you go live on Facebook, uh, a camera that I highly suggest that I've used that I actually love, but only works on Facebook, I think YouTube maybe, but Facebook for sure is called Mevo. It's a very small camera and there's different versions. I think the most cost-effective one is around $500, but you know what? If your employer is willing to invest in it, I highly suggest that you consider proposing that camera because what I love about this camera is pretty much like you, it comes with a tripod, it comes in with a built-in microphone and it's really good quality to the microphone and the video recording. You set it wherever you need it to be set to do the live stream and then you manage the whole live stream on your phone. You download the Mevo app you connect it to the camera, you go on, you go live on on Facebook, and then I'll prompt you I'll, to go somewhere and like, like turn it on, and you can pretty much manage that whole live stream with that app. You can zoom in to specific areas. Um, I don't know. It's just it's a really cool camera, and I used it a lot when I did live streams with the different employers that I worked for. 
The only con about it, which I'll be completely transparent, is that if you plan to do lives outdoors and your internet connection is not very stable, then that will be an issue. But if you're planning to do everything indoors and you have Wi-Fi, even better. But if you plan to do a live stream outdoors, then it's hit and miss because I tried doing it at the hotel that I worked for, but a lot, a lot of our lives were literally, it was next to the beach and it was really windy. The connection wasn't good, so it would go in and out. Sometimes we had a great live stream, sometimes it wasn't the best. So that's the only con about that is that if you don't have a stable internet connection, then it might not benefit you. But just wanted to share that with you just in case you wanted to produce a really great quality live stream for your employees. Okay, and as a social media manager, again, depending on the business industry that you're working for, um, a lot of the companies I've worked for, I'm pretty much building their social media from scratch or their from scratch. So you're pretty much, are, you're most likely gonna be the person if you're in the same boat as me. <laughs> You're going to be the one um, creating all the protocols, procedures, and eventually you're going to grow your team. And I highly suggest that you start using project management tools like Airtable, Asana, Monday.com. Um, because right now, if it's just you, maybe you're really good at multitasking and just remembering everything, or maybe you just put things on a little notebook or stick note. But Eventually, you're going to want to grow your team, and you're going to need to share that knowledge. And you're not going to have time to be, you know, babysitting other people. Um, yeah, you're going to train them, but you need to keep pushing your project tasks along. And in order to do so, you need to have some type of project management tool. So you can list out everything. And then it also helps with planning, because I remember when... I worked at the hotel, used Airtable. It was just so much easier when we started implementing that because we would break down like all our, we would break down our content calendar, our e-blast, social media posts, websites, anything that we were going to do online. We had it listed there with all the different content pillars. We had due dates. Uh, you were able to assign specific tasks to certain people. And then at the same time, like when you're working on a specific task or project, you can always go in and check the status and see like who's next on the line to work on it. Or if you haven't received anything, go back and see like where is it in the whole process? Is someone working on it? And it's just easier to keep track of everything as opposed to you trying to figure out like, did I do this? Or, oh, I forgot to send this email or whatever. It's just way more efficient. And I'm not going to lie, this is something that I've struggled with because if I, when it's just me, I know what I need to do. But when I'm growing up my team, I need to be more proactive and list out things and just hold people accountable and make sure that we're using it. But I highly suggest that you invest in these. There's free options and then there's paid options. They're not that expensive. So I highly suggest that you invest in these project management tools. And then as a social media manager, you're most likely going to be working on other marketing projects, or if not, you're gonna be working closely with another person in your marketing team 
And social media, website management, and email go hand in hand. And at times, the social media manager gets stuck doing all three. <laughs> and so that's why it's very important that you at least have some knowledge on how an email campaign works. And one platform that I personally really like is ConvertKit um, because you can, create, you can create landing pages, a, um, you can create a form. And I know there's a cheaper version or a free version called the MailChimp. But me personally, I just don't like it. I don't know. I don't think it's that user-friendly. And they charge you depending on how many subscribers you have. And if you're trying to grow your email list, which that's the whole point of having an email list because um, those subscribers will eventually turn into customers. The last thing you want to do is every month, you know, upgrade your plan because you grew your email list. Like, that's just dumb. So I'd suggest starting with ConvertKit and try it out and see if you like it. And there's different things you can do with it. Okay, now the last platform I'd like to share is called Crowdrift. I think I've talked about it in multiple episodes. Um, also on my social media platforms, I'm not an affiliate yet, but if you're in the travel and hospitality space, I highly suggest that you use Crowdriff. I absolutely love Crowdriff. Um, right now, I'm not really working for those type of businesses. Mine is more like hospitality, hospitality, but more. Um, it's for university, so my customers are the students, and it's just like on a different level. So I don't really need to use Crowdriff. But if you like have work at a hotel or you have some type of attraction or you or you live in a destination and you're trying to get people to come and stay at your hotel or to try your restaurant or whatever, I highly suggest that you check out Crowdrift. Um, I had mentioned before though, it's, it's pretty expensive, I'm not gonna lie. So I think it's best for bigger companies and if your company is willing to invest in it, you should definitely convince them to do it because yes, it's expensive, but at the end of the day, I strongly believe it's worth it because pretty much Crowdrift is like a plugin where you're able to go into Instagram and request to use people, followers, or even if they're not your followers, if they're posting about your brand or your services, pretty much you go in there, you ask them if you can reshare the photo and use it on your social media channels, on your website, and for any other marketing collateral. And you, it's kind of hard to describe, but pretty much you, it's like programmed where if you like a photo, then you would just push a button and it will like automatically create a message saying like, oh, thank you. Um, we love this photo. If you reply and use hashtag guests and then the name of your brand um you're allowing us to reshare this photo on our social media channels and our website and our email or whatever you want to use those photos for and at times because a lot of people get excited when brands reshare their photos they say yes and you automatically save so much time and money on trying to source photos for your social media channels or for your website 
Plus, there's so many people out there that take amazing photos. And a lot of these people that are taking photos are actual customers. And what better type of content to create or publish than content that's coming directly from you, you know, your followers, your customers. So any user, pretty much Crowdrift is a user-generated platform where you can use those photos. And not everyone's been approved because, again, say you're a photographer and you take a photo of a specific brand, you want to see they want to pay for it. But then there's people out there that are not professional photographers and are just happy that you're using their content. And then you're able to repurpose that and put it on your social media channels, on your website, gallery, for specific campaigns, for email. There's just so many things that you can do. And I also, because I follow them on TikTok and Instagram, I noticed that they just launched some other type of short form user-generated content strategy as well, which I'm totally interested in finding more information about that. But yeah, if you work with an employer in the travel space, definitely convince them to use it. Um, I'm still trying to I'm trying to do more research on a more affordable option for smaller businesses. So if you know of any, please let me know because I would love to be able to share that with everyone and obviously give you credit for letting me know um, because I just think it's a really awesome way to, you know, spotlight your customers, your followers, and at the same time, like humanize your brand, you know, and acknowledge all the people that are using your products and services. So again, check out Crowdrift. I really love it. Okay, well, I think that's it for today. I can go on and on on different tools and softwares that you can use for your social media management um, career. But I think that's it for now. And I hope you enjoyed it. I don't know if you've already heard about many of these different tools or softwares. If you haven't, let me know. If you have, let me know which one's your favorite. And yeah, just a reminder to subscribe and follow this podcast, share with a friend. And I guess I'll talk to you next week. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to another Influence with Cultura podcast episode. Want more? Head to influencewithcultura.com or go to my show notes to subscribe to my newsletter. So you can be the first to know about any new programs and episodes. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave me a review and take a screenshot of this episode and tag me on IG at the Latina Travel Marketer so more kick-ass Latinas and women of color marketers can know about this podcast. If you are ready to up-level your marketing and social media career, I invite you to book a discovery call to see how I can best support you. Now remember, you are an asset to any organization and or ready to start that business. You got this. Talk to you next week.